0: Well, welcome to Empower Me Now. I'm Dr. Fay, your host and facilitator for this Empower Me Now hour. I'm so glad that you've joined us. Uh, Those of you who have been following us on Empower Me Now, you know we look for the best, the movers and shakers, those who are agents of change in the body of Christ and throughout the world. We look for authors, innovators, creators, those who have a vision and a dream and are fulfilling it and are on their mission and purpose, living in their purpose and destiny for the kingdom of God. And we have found another one for you today, and his name is none other than Lyman Montgomery. Lyman is a native of Dayton, Ohio, I believe, or lived in Dayton. Yes. And so I want you to help me welcome my guest today, Lyman Montgomery. Welcome, Lyman, to Empowerment. Thank you.
1: Thank you for having me. A pleasure to be here.
0: Uh, it's always a pleasure to meet people who are doing what they dream rather than still talking about it. And we, we listen to the talkers also because we believe at some point you got to stop talking and start walking. <laughs> and yes. so, you know, you need somebody to, to hear your dream and to feel what you feel about destiny and purpose. So um, when I saw that you had a book, and, and I don't want to talk about the book, but a little later in, in the broadcast, when I saw that you had a book called uh, Focus-Driven Lifestyle, I thought, mm, I should have written that book. He got in, He got in front of me. Maybe I was sleeping that day when God was talking. <laughs> because I have been teaching for years and years and years, Lyman, about being focused. Mm. And when we lose our focus, we lose our momentum. And yes. if we do not adopt that, uh, uh, adopt the focus behavior, a focused lifestyle, and I liked what you said there, I, 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 if we don't adopt it, then we find ourselves not fulfilling our destiny and mission. But, Nyman, let's back up a little bit and talk about who you are and, and why you were called into this space to teach people about being focused. Where are you from and, and are you married? What, what's going on with you?
1: I am, uh, first of all, a native, as you mentioned, of Dayton, Ohio. And I was like a lot of people. I, I grew up mom, stepdad, worked hard, mm-hmm. and I was taught three things growing up work hard, go to school, make good grades so you can get into a good college and graduate and get a good job. I did all of that and prior to all of that just happened, I found myself saying there has to be more. There has to be more. Is it just going to school, making good grades so you can get into a good college and get a good job? And yet, when I graduated, went to graduate school, got a master's degree, I was empty. And then I said, you know what? I don't wanna work for someone else. Mm-hmm. And so I started my first company. It uh, became huge as far as in the seminar uh, space, but I was distracted. Mm-hmm. And at the time I was married and my son, uh, Destin, was, was four years old, was gonna be five, and I was out of town working on a seminar. Uh, We were doing a a lot of business, about half a million dollars a year in sales, gross sales. Mm -hmm. And she called me and said, "Hey, I need you to help plan our son's birthday." I said, "I get to you. I get to you. I'm busy, but I get to you." Mm A couple of days went by, and I never forget. I looked at my calendar, and I had 30 minutes. I said, "He's four years old. Shouldn't take long to plan his birthday." I called my then wife, and she said, "Never mind. I took care of everything." Apparently, our son was not a priority because you were so focused on building a business and not building your family. Mm-hmm. And I lost, I lost my family. Mm-hmm. And that set me on a course to say, how can I be so focused on building businesses, very successful in ministry, mm-hmm. and yet horrible, mm-hmm. horrible, in the real ministry of my family? Right. Because I thought, well, I'm supposed to work by the sweat of my brow. And so when someone would call, well, you need someone to speak on this, I'm over here. Well, I need someone to speak on here, this, I'm over there. And I really didn't have a true focus. And so uh, as far as growing up, I grew up in a uh, predominantly uh, middle-class neighborhood, but I had a lot of physical challenges as well. I didn't learn to speak I was eight years old, was bullied, sexually abused. Mm-hmm. But, you know, everyone has a story. Right. And I tell people, whatever your story is, think of it as gumbo. It's just in the pot. Good, bad, right. and ugly. Yeah. But in the end, mm-hmm. God is going to add the seasoning of his anointing to feed others. Yeah. And, and that's what I believe, is that all of us, are like gumbo, mm-hmm. little pieces here and there. Some stuff you don't want to know what's in there, but it will sustain you. And Actually, when he has his seasoning,
2: mm-hmm. it turns
1: out pretty good so that you can help sustain others. And that's what I've dedicated my life to doing now, is helping others to get focused, refocus, so they can stay focused.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know, that is uh, excellent. We had a, a guest, and I have to introduce you guys if you don't know him. Do, are you familiar with Dr. Joe Martin's work? Oh, my you you got to meet him. He, no. Yeah, he'll be empowering me now. But uh, what you have just described are the are the things that he's working with with men. Uh, some of the things, and you hit on some key points. And it's you know we and as you stated, each of us has a story. And, yes. You know, and you don't know my story because you're not in my moccasins. You're not in my boots. <laughs> you don't wear my shoes. But there are areas where we, there are parallels. And Mm. and pain is pain. Suffering is suffering. Heartache is heartache, disappointment, whatever, it's disappointment. But when you are a father and a husband and you're driven, I like what you said, you're driven toward building the business. And so you lost the focus God wanted you to have.
1: Exactly.
0: And you got into the Wall Street focus. Yes. And so there came a shift at the moment you realized. Was it at the very moment that you realized you had lost your family, or it was after you lost your family that you had the shift?
1: It was a process of when she mentioned that, that I was more focused on building a business than focused on my family, Mm -hmm. I did what a lot of men said. But look at what I'm doing. You got a big house. We got a pond. We got all this stuff. You can mm-hmm. take, you don't work. Somebody got to pay for this lifestyle. And you know what she said to me? I never asked for this, Lyman. Wow. That's what hit me. I was doing all of this for her. Mm-hmm. And she didn't want all this. Because she wanted was my time. She wanted me. And I was not available
2: mm-hmm.
1: to give her what she longed for the most which was me, because I was too busy building. Yeah. You know, I had my little hard hat on, yeah. and I was building. Yeah. I was making million-dollar deals here, yeah. and, and I mean, we, we had a great life,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know. And yet I look back on that,
2: mm-hmm. and I
1: said, the, the Scripture is very clear. It says, no one buildeth a house without first considering the cost of, Well, I had done that in business, but I had not done that in my marriage. Mm -hmm. I just thought I'm the priest of my house. I'm the protector and the provider. But there was one P that I forgot. Mm
0: -hmm. Present. Yeah. Wow.
1: I was not present. Yeah. And now Mm -hmm. that's something that I teach me. And uh, and I'm a single. My son lives with me. He's 15 now. And Mm -hmm. teaching him. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Uh, that is. Yeah. It's good to be a provider. It's good to be the priest of your home, protector. But you also have to be present.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And and there's a way to do all of that, and it has to be done from from within. From, yes. From that Christ base, because without Christ consciousness and from that Christ base, we can't do anything. We can't build. You know. We can't. We can't even begin to build. You. You made a statement that. That wasn't what she wanted. And, and, and then I was doing this for her, but that wasn't what she wanted. Yes. And the sad thing is that many people do not get to know each other, really. Right. Before. we assume because society says the house, the car, the stuff is, you know, that's your signature for success. I've mm-hmm. got stuff, so that means I'm successful. That means I've made it. I've arrived. I've got my stuff and then you have this heart that's saying, i'm still unfulfilled this is absolutely not this is not what i'm after and it doesn't mean that women don't like stuff it, <laughs> <laughs> believe me that doesn't mean that but it does mean that there are some women i'm speaking for some women mm-hmm. who prefer to have the the husband present to prefer, prefer to have that intimacy Yes. Rather than the stuff, because you can only wear one pair of shoes at a time. Yes. You can only sit your your butt in one seat at a time, you know? That's the way it is. But when you have have the presence of that person with you and the things just begin to come anyway, Mm -hmm. that's living a true fulfilled life. Yes. And coming, coming to focus, coming into focus because you didn't really stop focusing, right? In your life, because you went right. through this testing, this education you received from the Holy Spirit. Yes. <laughs> Family, and you went to the Family Life Institute. Um, I like that. <laughs> so you went through this and you graduated, but God still wanted you to focus. So let's talk about you know, the value in learning how to focus and, and how to build a focus-driven lifestyle without giving your entire book away, because it is for sale, folks. And so talk a little bit about that, Lyman.
1: Sure. What I found out after 18 years of really just being still and writing my thoughts and looking at my mistakes, when you mentioned Family Life Institute, it was. It was a graduate course, all right? Mm-hmm. And it was some of the hardest work that I had to do internally mm-hmm. because I had to look at what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. And then I had to say, what were the distractions in my life? Mm-hmm. And what I found out is that there are four common distractions that people deal with. And, 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 I, and I've told in the last 12 years, over 56,000 people. Wow! And and it comes down to four things.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Number one, psychological distractions. Okay. Where something has happened and they keep replaying that old story. You're not good enough.
2: Mm-hmm. You
1: know what makes you think you can run a million or multi-million dollar business? Who do you know? You don't have any connection. You came up on the bad side of the tracks, et cetera, et cetera. So it's that psychological distraction, or what we call that uh, negative self-talk, right? Right. That talks us out of what we should be doing. It's it's the um, it's the Jeremiah in Jeremiah one saying, "Well, I can't speak for I'm a kid." Okay. It is Moses saying, "Well, I can't go before Pharaoh because I don't. I'm not a. I'm a stutterer." Okay. Mm -hmm. Everyone has these stories that we tell ourselves. The second one. It's people,
2: yeah. what we
1: call interruptions. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You know, Mahatma yeah. Gandhi said he would have been a Christian if it had not been for Christians. And sometimes people is our hindrance.
0: Yeah.
1: It's our thinking. And
0: yeah. then we surround
1: ourselves with people that actually do us more harm than good. Yeah. Jim Rohn said, that we are the average of the five people we hang around the most okay les brown put it this way if you're the smartest one in your group get a new group i love it and it's and it's so true (laughs) the third is and you see this a lot with millennials is gadgets (laughs) they are products Mm -hmm. they're looking for the right app and so they prefer toys and products over people and relationships And becomes a distraction. Mm
2: -hmm. You know,
1: you're sitting at the dinner table and everyone's what? On their mobile devices. You go out to dinner. Oh, wait one second. You're Mm -hmm. talking on the phone. You got your Bluetooth in. You got your iPad. And people don't communicate like they used to. And the last distraction that I found out, and you kind of hit on this, is people have a poor process. Mm -hmm. They don't have a process for... How do I have a successful marriage, a successful ministry, Mm -hmm. and a successful business? And so, what we do, we segment all of this and say, I got to be this over here. Mm
2: -hmm. And then I go home and
1: got to be this. And that's not being fulfilled. Okay? That's not being whole. We are spirit, soul, and body, holistically. Okay? I cannot separate being a son. No more than I can separate being a father. It's all me.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: And I think society, to your point, has gotten us to buy into this that we're really schizophrenic because we keep changing based on the company that we keep.
0: Yeah.
1: And so that's that's the premise of the book. And I go into details on how to uh, get focused, refocus, so you can stay focused and <laughs> truly live a focus-driven lifestyle.
0: Psychological distractions; those things that we have been taught yes. by our parents, yes, by society, by even by religion, by church. Yes, you know, the poor you're gonna have always. You know, um, things that we say
2: mm-hmm.
0: that are damnable to our own destiny. Mm-hmm. We can't give away what we don't possess. And yes. life and death are truly in the power of the tongue. And we speak yes. blessings and cursings over our own lives. And then we blame God when it messes up,
1: mm-hmm.
0: when we got what we
1: said. Exactly. We Think about it. this.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, was, I was ministering at a particular church, and the, we were talking about tithing. Okay, which I I believe in tithing, but a different type of tithing. And what I said is the scripture says that we have to be wise Mm -hmm. and use wisdom. Wisdom is the principal thing. And with all that, getting get understanding. I said young people don't understand tithing, but they understand investing. Mm -hmm. So if you have a church of millennials and young people and you're using tithing and they don't get it, Mm-hmm. But if you turn, you get rid of the term, yeah. and say and explain what tithing is and isn't. See, wow. most people present tithing from a cursed proposition. Yeah. And young people get confused because they say, "Well, wait a minute. Why is it that you're saying I'm cursed? Yeah. But I'm looking at these folks. They look pretty good to me. And I'm looking at Sister So and So talking about praise to the Lord, hallelujah, and her lights yeah. cut off. Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: And yeah. she's tithing Mm because people don't understand. They're, again, distracted Mm -hmm. psychologically because they don't understand the principle. So I I said to this one pastor, I said, listen, I said, when it comes to um, tithing, who was God speaking to first? He said, huh? I said, well, most people don't read their Bible, so I help you out. I said, the scripture started in Malachi, I have three alts against you.
0: Mm-hmm. He was speaking
1: primarily to the priest because remember, the anointing starts at the head and flow down. Yes. But why we always make it about the people and not about us first, yeah. he looked at me, he said, I've never heard that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I said, I was taught the same way. I was taught that if you had money,
2: mm-hmm.
1: then you you, you were searching out the mammon, that uh, it was better. It was better for a poor man or, you know, to enter into the kingdom than a rich man. Yeah, and I said, and it didn't make sense. Right. So psychological distractions again. What we're taught, like you said, what we believe, mm-hmm. and what we have learned from others that operate in ignorance. Yeah,
0: you know, um, I have to this thing off here. Oh my goodness, I forgot to turn that off. Um, you mentioned speaking to the pastor and speaking to, because they're speaking to leadership, and helping leaders to see the era of their ways, <laughs> and to <laughs> so like, oh, I'm the pastor, or approaching the bishop, or whomever, and said, so, you know what, who is God really speaking to? I often say it's not the answer that's the problem. It's the questions that we don't know. Yes. And when the question is posed, the answer reveals itself.
1: Absolutely.
0: Who was God really speaking to? He was speaking to the priest. He was speaking to leadership. And he talked about the other piece that is left out of that is return. Return to me, I'll return to you. What is return? Return is repent, you know. Just go ahead. And come back to him. Go ahead and repent. Go ahead and mm-hmm. say, God, I'm sorry. Confess. We confess our sins. He's faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He's just that way. And he can't help yes. himself. He's a forgiving God and he can't help himself. And so when we recognize that he wants us to have everything that Jesus paid the price to give us, he's not holding anything back. But a mm, mm, lack mm. of knowledge is causing us to not have access to what is already present. Yes, and yes. That's huge because it's already present. We're not without anything, but we have a lack of awareness mm-hmm. of the fact that we have everything, you know? And so with your education, with your going out to churches and ministering to not men, but ministering to congregations Mm -hmm. about the focused lifestyle, shifting the psychology, shifting the psychological uh, 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 way of thinking, shifting the way of thinking totally, having a major transformation in that arena. It's powerful because we hear many messages about wealth transfer, my friend. Wealth (laughs) transfer. I said, okay, wealth transfer if you don't know what it is, you'll miss the transfer. You're going to miss the move. You're going to miss everything until we're educated on what it means to be able to attract wealth in the mm-hmm. first place. And you know, go ahead.
1: Yes. Yeah. I was, you, you just reminded me of something. In the... Early and mid-2000s, 2003, 4, five, up until the collapse of
2: 2008.
1: I remember being considered an outcast because everyone was talking about God was blessing them to get these uh, uh, homes with no money down. They didn't have a job. and and I, and I said to one sister, I said, how are you going to pay? Oh, God's going to make a way and until the balloon payment came yeah, and lost her house. And now she's standing there asking the church. Uh-huh. And it made what we believed the richness of our gospel. Of the world looked at us and said,
2: what are y'all doing?
1: Yeah. You knew you couldn't afford it. Right. But again, we didn't have an understanding.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We thought that we could just go there. And believe God, open up the door, and and do I believe that? Yes, I believe God will open up doors for us, but we have to be prepared to go through the door. You see, when when God spoke to the children of Israel, if you recall, and they went across the Jordan, he gave them instruction. He said, pick a stone, okay? And then he said, but don't tell your children. Going back to the question reveals itself until they what ask the question what mean of these stones yes see too often we're trying to shovel Mm -hmm. information but they're not ready because they don't know the question
0: to ask absolutely Absolutely. and i love
1: what you said is Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily the answer is the wrong question i believe questions steer focus
2: yeah
1: and that's one of the techniques that i teach in the book is whenever you feel yourself getting distracted, ask a question. And it will bring you back. And the question you should be asking yourself, what should I be doing now?
0: Exactly. Not tomorrow.
1: What should I be doing now?
0: Yes, yes. Stay in the moment. Stay Stay in the the moment. moment. What is going on right now in my life? And Jesus taught us that. Why take he thought, you know, for Mm. tomorrow? You've got today, you got this moment. You're worried about the, you know, take take the, a lesson from the birds, you know. Take a lesson from the grass, you know. Consider the, the ladies of the field, the fowls of the air. They're not worried. At least have bird faith. At least have grass. You know, come to the place <laughs> that you realize that what we have right now is the breath that we breathe. Mm. Um, and that's a wealth right there. That's, that's wealth. That is maturity, coming to the place you focus. We were so deceived, Lyman, when we heard the terms like multitasking. And we thought, oh, my God, I'm a multitasker. And we were wearing it like a brand. (laughs) I'm a multitasker. And God said, I didn't call you to try to do everything perfectly at one time. This one thing I do, you know, stay focused, stay in your life. Find out what you were born to do. And if you stay where God planted you, You will begin to thrive and not strive. You will learn the art of focus because nothing else will attract you. You'll no longer be anxious about the shiny thing over there. Mm -hmm. You know, no salesman can come by and sell you a caddy when you want the Maserati. Mm -hmm. You'll be focused right there where God has prepared you and groomed you for. Nothing else
1: is attractive. Think about this. How many times did Jesus say, I have need to go? Yeah. They're trying to get him to go here, to go there. He said, no, I have need to go to Samaria. Yeah. I'm yeah. focused because there are some lepers over there that I need. Uh-huh. There's a woman sitting at a well.
2: Come on. <laughs> yes.
0: <Yeah. laughs>
1: but they're concerned about, we got to get to Jerusalem. We got uh-huh. to get here. Uh-huh. And that's what happens, that we get so busy. I had a pastor in college, Prophet Leon Forte. He said, he used to say all the time before he got out to preach, never confuse activities with accomplishments. Just because you are busy doesn't mean you're accomplishing anything. And I found a lot of us, even within Christianity, we're just busy bodies. Like, like little bees. With That's, no sense of
0: purpose i call it the hamster on the wheel syndrome going, yes. no, going nowhere fast you're exhausted but you didn't move you really didn't make any strides really didn't didn't get anywhere any farther than you did 10 years ago mm-hmm. uh, but i believe in this day in this hour Lyman, god is doing such an amazing work and he's doing multiple things if any And the only person, the only one I know for sure that can multitask and do it perfectly, and that's God. Yes. Because he does all things well.
1: But notice this. Mm -hmm. But even with that, because God exists outside of time but operates inside of time, therefore he can see the present, the future, and the past all at the same time. So even God is focused. Yes,
2: yes,
1: yes. Because he is God. That's why he said, hear, O Israel. The Lord our God is one, one in thought, one in mm-hmm, purpose. Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: For this cause, yeah. I go to the cross. Yes. Okay? Yes. The whole, yeah. as you know, Doc, the whole gospel story mm-hmm. is about how do, how is man yeah. who lost yeah. his focus is to regain his focus. In the garden, we lost our focus. Sure. We, we sure got it distracted. We did it. Jesus came,
0: mm-hmm. went to
1: the, belt, the bowels of hell, took yes. the keys, gave us the keys to the kingdom
0: yes.
1: to refocus. That's why I said get focus and refocus because there are times where we will lose our focus. But I'm so glad we have an advocate with Christ Jesus that if I stumble, lose my focus, get distracted, I can confess. And he is just. Amen and faithful. Glory always, to God.
0: always,
1: always,
0: always to forgive and to cleanse us, and He restores us. And those of you who are listening, I, I, it is my prayer, it is our prayer, that you listen with a heart, an open heart, to receive what the Spirit is saying. What Holy Spirit is saying to you, not just the Spirit, or any Spirit, Holy Spirit is saying yes. to you right now. You've gone through a lot of different situations and maybe your story is similar to Lyman's. Maybe you were in a in a marriage that ended up in a divorce and you didn't go to the altar to end up in a divorce. But you got off, you got lost your focus, but you can refocus yes. as Lyman is teaching us. You can get back on. Don't let your past dictate to you your destiny and your purpose. It is gone. And it is, there's there's no memory of it in the kingdom of God. He has no record of any wrong. Oh, my God. He has no record of any wrong you've ever done. And you can awesome. start over today. You can refocus. That's what being born again It's a whole other level of refocus, you know. You're coming out of hell. You're coming out of sin into a way of righteousness and to be taught the word of the Lord so that you can grow. And he wants, um, I'm telling you, I've been telling people this Lyman. God is not mad at you. He's not out to get you. He's not out to destroy you. He's not out to destroy America. I'm here, so he's not out to steal my land. He's not out trying to destroy your family. He wants to heal your land, deliver yes. you, and to show you how to walk. When we delight ourselves in him, he gives us the desires of our heart. you got to trust him. And the only way you can trust him The only way you can trust him is to develop a relationship with him and to know that he's not out to hurt or harm you. Back to psychological distractions. Some of us are psychologically distracted because we think that God is trying to teach us a a lesson through some horrible situation. Mm -hmm. He's not trying to teach you by putting bad things on you, putting cancer on you, or giving you a heart. That's not God's way of teaching. He will use that. Honestly, he will. But he didn't do it. He That's right. us Jesus said in John 10 and 9 and 10, the thief come not before to steal, to kill, and to, destroy, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life and have that life more abundantly. Through a focus-driven lifestyle, you can learn to have life and life more abundantly. Right, Lyman?
1: Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You know, one of the things when you were, when you were talking, I was thinking about and I was thinking about a question that I was asked at a seminar. Actually, I was in Tampa, Florida, a couple about oh, two months ago. And a person said, I love everything you had to say. My question is not that I'm not focused, but I tend to be focused on the wrong things. And how do I know when I'm focusing on the right thing as opposed to the wrong things? Because you can be focusing on the wrong things. And I said, let me ask you a question, because I believe questions their focus. Mm-hmm. I said, when you're focusing on what you perceive to be the wrong things, do you have any peace? No. Matter of fact, I feel anxiety. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Do you have any joy? No. I feel, I feel like I'm not doing the right thing. I said, you've answered your own question.
2: Mm-hmm. You just
1: didn't recognize it. Yeah. Because when you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. there are three things that will happen. Number one, you will have peace about it. Mm-hmm. Number two, you will have joy and fulfillment in what you do. Yeah. But here's the best part, Dr. Faye. It will be confirmed
0: uh, with
1: signs and wonders. Good,
0: good.
1: What you do and the life-giving, you talk about the breath, the pneumoth in the Greek. Mm-hmm. The breath that you give to the world, it is the sign and the wonder that God is with you. Because lives are being transformed. Minds are being, Romans 12 and 1, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Refocusing your mind, as I would say it. Okay? Yes. And what you just said was just so, so profound. Thank you. I received that.
0: Praise God. Praise God. Peace, joy, and then confirmation.
1: Confirmation. Wow.
0: You know, I truly believe that what you just stated right there should be capsulated <laughs> because <laughs> we're living in a society, and you mentioned this early on, where everything is driven by gadgets, technology, technology. Mm-hmm. I was called in to several syndicated programs uh, for, I don't know, it must have gone on, I don't know, for six months, I don't know, as a social media strategist. And I am a little geek girl. I really am. I, I mean, <laughs> I had a computer when Radio Shack was selling them. I don't know if they were it. My computer actually had Radio Shack on it. Wow. And, but, you know, I saw the potential. And I started and, you know, i what I could do. And so now I use it to build businesses, to, to get the message of the kingdom out. But one thing that I've noticed is that when people are in this space, they lose the sense the mama gave them. And mm-hmm. many times they lose res- respect for one another. I can text you whatever I want to text you because I don't treat you as real now. You're just my phone. Yes. Okay? you're just in a message box. We've lost a human connection because we have been so inundated with technology and it's become a great distraction. There are people who are, have lost focus, really. They think they're focused because we call it uh, just web surfing, but they keep mm-hmm. their focus. They're clicking from one site to another. You better not click from me right now. They're clicking from one show to another, one person to another, following this, following that, and they don't know what they believe anymore. They kind of lost themselves in the mix of, of technology. But it's technology is good. There's nothing yes. wrong with technology. It is our misuse and misguidance that has caused the, the distractions and the problems. And I've told people, we talked about fasting a little bit. I've told people, I said, maybe some of you need to fast. You need to mm-hmm. fast social media. You need to learn how to put your phone to bed. You need to learn how to put your gadget to bed, to regain yes. your focus, to get your common sense back, you know, on how you treat people and what you say to people. Well, I didn't like what they posted on my page, so I'm unfriending them. You know, they weren't really your friend. So it's mm-hmm. networking and connection. But this, this craze that has caused so much distraction, we have to honor the gifts that God has given us in this technology but also to realize that it has been one of our greatest hindrances to staying in the Word. Because, yes. Because now, and I've been using this for people, I said now instead of picking up your Bible, you're now on the plane, you're reading it on your phone or on your tablet. Before, remember back in the day when people actually had this book? Yes, and it was a witness. Just the presence of this book,
2: mm-hmm.
0: just the presence of it. When yes, I, when I'm reading it on my phone or on my tablet, nobody knows what I'm reading. I could be reading a love romance novel. Who knows?
1: <laughs> really? Exactly. But exactly. I,
0: but this is a romance novel. But when I, you know, when I, when you read this, when you have this in your hand, everybody knows what it is. Mm. It is a testimony. It is a witness. Yes. And the Spirit of God began to show me how even technology has caused people to lose their focus Because in this way because now people have stopped, you know, carrying this book with them. And I've been encouraging people, you know, go go get your Bible again. Mm-hmm. Ride around with it in your car. You'll be surprised the number of people said, say, oh, you're a Christian? Or they, they changed their tone. Because they see the book, you know, they begin to honor it. Technology is good for us to build businesses, to build ministry, Mm -hmm. to connect with people. We're connected today because of technology, so it's a good thing. It's a good thing. Yes, it is. And we don't want you folks to take it and use it as a distraction. Go find your focus. That's a good one. Go find your focus (laughs) again. Go find the coin that was lost, the pearl of grace. Yes. Go rediscover who you really are.
1: Amen. 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 Lyman. Powerful.
0: Focus-driven lifestyle. We have author Lyman Montgomery with us, and we've been talking without a break. It wasn't necessary, but he's been teaching us about some of the principles that he has in this book. Here's a man with experience, both naturally and spiritually so, teaching men how to be fathers and how to be husbands or how to be yes. businessmen in a compromised world. We are bringing spirit back into the marketplace. We are br- introducing spirit to the marketplace. Whatever you need, CEOs need Jesus too, amen. Yes. Wall Street needs to understand the golden streets. We're bringing the two worlds together to help you to understand that Christ really does love you. And he died for the sins of the whole world. He did not leave exclude anyone. He included everyone. Lyman Montgomery is here, a businessman, a student of the gospel, man who is teaching this word and has now written a book called focus driven lifestyle nina yes. tell people how they can get a copy of your book
1: yeah it is all over it uh, about two weeks ago it hit about two three weeks ago now where time flies it hit number one on amazon bestseller uh, i'm proud about that it was a surprise um when you look at it, it was like going, going, going. So you can go to Amazon, get the book. You can also uh, Google my name, Lyman Montgomery, L-Y-M-A-M Montgomery. You can also go to my website, focusdriven.com. Or you can just put the title. It's all over the place. You can go to Barnes and Noble's. Uh, you can order online. Uh, matter of fact, I will be uh, doing a book tour that will launch in December. I'm excited about that. Um, they can call me directly. Uh, area code 937-409-6866.
0: Well, there you go. You know how to get a copy of that book. And I'm encouraging you guys to go ahead and get a copy of that. Put that in your spiritual war chest. You are going, we are going to need these vital tools. As God has released this revelation, this revelation, revolution, this righteousness revolution, there's a transformation that's taking place right now. I hope you can feel the move and the presence of God upon each of our lives as he begins to unveil all of the things that we knew he had in his word, but he's taking them off of the pages and making them manifest in our everyday waking, walking, talking lives. And he's raising up men like Lyman Montgomery and others who are out here in the forefront as agents of change that are teaching and ministering and writing and getting this word out in every way possible. Empower Me Now serves as a platform to enrich and change lives by bringing men like Lyman to the forefront to this platform to serve you to hear them for the first time many of you and from this day forward i know you'll follow them on twitter get connected and stay connected don't just go out oh here's this brother or here's this no just get in a lane and stay there yes get in a lane and stay there you'll grow and you'll thrive don't just go get a piece over there and a piece of no when you find something that works Stick with it. That's part of focus, right, brother? Yes, ma'am. When you find something working, just stay with it. That's how you grow. That's how you produce. And that's how God can use you if you'll just stay focused. Amen. Any closing remarks, Lyman?
1: You know, Uh, you said I remember a great quote by Oprah Winfrey. Oprah was trying to do, as you may recall, the Oprah Winfrey Show and launch her own network. Mm -hmm. And it was failing horribly. And thank God it was a Tyler Perry that helped her refocus and said, Oprah, you need to make a decision. Mm -hmm. You cannot do both because you're dividing the loyalty of your audience. They don't know where to find you. And she thought about it, and she came up with this quote that I use. No jockey can ride two horses and win. (laughs) You have to, as you say, you got to pick a lane. Yeah, and and stay there and ride it through.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: And I want to thank you again for having me. We had this was fun, and I love to have fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, it has been fun, and I have a feeling we'll be doing this again. I like. Yes. That. Now, I missed that quote of Oprah's: "No jockey can ride two horses." And It, win. it is so true, and the Bible teaches us to be single-minded yes. to keep one eye, have that single eye that tunnel vision. We've got to be there. That's how you win. That's how you overcome. I am so blessed to have Lyman Montgomery here with me today on Empower Me Now. It's a blessing to hear what God is doing in his life and through those that he's ministering to through to, <laughs> around the world. And this phenomenal book, which has reached Amazon, the bestsellers list,
1: yes. that is
0: What's the name of the book.
1: Oh, focus-driven Focus lifestyle.
0: lifestyle. <laughs> i threw you the, the mic back to you. you I was that. so
1: focused, you know
0: what you're <laughs> so focused, you were saying. Good thing it wasn't a baseball game. Right. <laughs> 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 oh, focus-driven lifestyle by none other than Lyman Montgomery, and you guys know that. Empower Me Now is a Christian-based radio broadcast. And we, but we embrace people from every walk of life because we feel that if you're doing something good, you certainly have a heart for God, and we want to give your ministry, your gift, your tools, your business, the exposure to a broader, broader audience. You know, because we reach people that maybe you haven't touched yet. So we just open our doors and allow you to come in. So I'm gonna ask Lyman if he would uh, do an ex pray an exit prayer for us today. Unempower Me Now. And before he does, though, I want him to give you his contact information again because as easy as it is to rewind, some of you won't do it. (laughs) So, (laughs) Lyman, if you would, please give them your contact information. Sure. You can
1: contact me. You can call me directly, area code 937-409-6866. We have an 800 number. 877-275-3039. Eight seven seven two seven five three zero three nine. You can Google me, Lyman Montgomery, L-Y-M-A-N, or you can go to our website, www.focusdriven.com. And that's F-O-C-U-S-E-D-D-R-I-V-E-N.com. And then, and,
0: go ahead. I'm sorry. Nope.
1: And uh, let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for everything that's been said and done. Father, I truly have been blessed. Father, as your word said, it was good for me to be here. It was good for us to be here, to break bread, to share. As iron sharpens iron, Lord. And Father God, I thank you that your holy spirit was here i felt the presence of your spirit and father god i thank you for new connection thank you for a new sister lord god in jesus name bless those that will watch bless those that will hear that their lives will truly be transformed Father God, help those that are distracted to get focused and those that have lost their focus to refocus Mm
2: -hmm. so they
1: can stay focused and truly live a focused, God-driven lifestyle. And that they stand on your word, Psalms 30, verse 6,
2: where David
1: said, in my prosperity, I declared I will not be moved. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Powerful prayer, powerful man of God, Lyman Montgomery, powerful businessman who's been my guest today. I'm Dr. Faye, and I want you to join me next time for another Empower Me Now. I'll see you soon. God bless you. Thank you, guys.
1: Thank you.